0: Hi, welcome to seek with Kim. I have a passion for truth. I am excited to discuss the truths I have learned along my journey, sending you love, light and truth today. Welcome to Seek with Kim. Today we're going to talk about being still. So, I'm going to start off by sharing my journey with you around this topic. I, a few years ago, was in a place in my life where I felt chaotic. I felt like I was being pulled in a lot of different directions in my life, and Kundalini Yoga fell in my lap. I had been trying to be still in my life for the last 10 years. I would try and find some space where I could be quiet for a few minutes. Being a mom of six kids, I found that difficult to do. And I saw in my life when I did do it, I felt different. So when a friend told me about Kundalini, I was all in. I felt like this was a truth That was being put in my lap and I was drawn to it. My spirit just said, this is for you. So I went and got my kundalini yoga training and my life has been changed because of it. I learned a whole level of stillness. Now I'm not saying this is for everyone that you should all run out and get your kundalini yoga training, but I'm going to share what that looked like for me. So to get certified in kundalini, we met for almost a year and for a week at a time. And during that training, I learned all kinds of things about myself. Uh, The training was taught by a Sikh. And if you don't know what that is, a Sikh is a type of religion. And it was very similar to my religion, uh, the LDS religion or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They have... um, a food regiment that they followed, they had a moral compass that they followed, and they're very disciplined, loving people who are part of the Sikh religion. So my training was with some Sikhs and a few other uh, kundalini instructors. And what it looked like is we would wake up at 3.45 a.m. and we would do meditations for hours. Now, I didn't know what that entailed. When I heard about it, I thought, awesome. This sounds great. Six kids get away. I could have a space. This was one of the hardest things I have done. Sitting still with my thoughts, my pain in my life, things that were off in my life was painful and uncomfortable for me. Um, it was beautiful though, to be able to be still and to train my mind to stop thinking, to stop thinking about the dishes, the paint, repainting the fence, getting the tires changed, just to be still. I learned that I had never been this still in my life. I had never just taken time to silence my brain and to connect my heart and to just be still. So on one of these occasions... Um, I was doing a meditation and we started at 3 45 in the morning. The sun wasn't up yet, it was very quiet, it was dark, and we had a low chanting song going. And the chant was in Sanskrit, which is one of the oldest written languages that we have, and it was beautiful. And I didn't know what the words meant but it was doing something to my soul and my heart, and I could feel that. Um, it wasn't until months later that I actually looked up the chant, and the, the best transcription I could find was it meant God and I are one, and um, I could feel that just taking that time. So anyways, that day, that meditation was a three-hour meditation. And as I practiced for the next year of just being still and silent and reconnecting my heart to God and to myself, I felt a change. I felt a change in the peace I felt. My anxiety levels went down. I became clear and focused. So I want to share a quote that Um, The training I did is from Yogi Bhajan. And the quote from him is, you are very powerful, provided you know how powerful you are. So today, my thought is around being still, and that that is one of the ways that I found to understand who I am and the power that I possess um, inside. So I want to talk about first why is it important to be still this is what i discovered Uh, the first thing is that when you're still it becomes very clear the direction you should be going in your life for me i had so many great things happening so many fun exciting things with my kids my husband my extended family church i had a lot of great fun things and i just had a hard time deciding what. So what happened is my basket got full and I was running, running, running with all of these good things. And when I took time each day to be still, I became very clear on the things that were most important to me. The next thing that I found, which I feel like is the most important thing, is I remembered who I was. I remembered my divinity. I felt it as I was still and meditating. I felt that reminder from my heavenly mother and my heavenly father of who I am. I felt rejuvenated. I felt that connection with them. And that helped me to focus on the choices I was going to make for the day. And to focus on the choices I wanted to create in my life, the connections, the relationships that I wanted to really be mindful about. And then the last thing that I found is that it rejuvenated me. It gave me, it was almost like I was powering up, like I was charging myself, plugging myself in for the day. And I had more power to love and connect when I took this time to be still. Now I'm not telling all of you that you need to go be still for three hours a day. What I am saying is try it. I'm inviting you to see if this is a truth in your life. For me, it has changed the trajectory of my relationships in my life. Just being able to be still, get focused on my direction, Remember who I am and to be recharged for the day. Who doesn't need that in their lives? Okay. Um I want to share that when I got up at 3 45, it was amazing. Now I don't get up every day at 3 45 anymore. Okay. I do love to get up early. Um, and what I found is when I did that stillness of three hours of meditation a day. I could go all day long until 10 without being tired. So there's something beautiful in meditating. It does do something physically to your body. And that's for a whole nother podcast. So the next thing is, what does it look like to be still? So I realized that when I got home and I was done with my kundalini training, that I didn't have My teacher instructors saying K meet at 345 in the meditation room. I didn't have my peers that were there to motivate me to go. So I needed to figure out what that looked like for me. And it was hard jumping back into life with my kids and my husband and dishes and laundry. It was hard. So the things that I will share with you that felt really Good to me was one, I needed to make a plan. So I needed to decide, was this going to be a lifelong practice for me? And I'm three years out now. It has been three years of a practice for me, of a a different type of meditation than I had been doing in the past. And I decided I needed to find a place. So I created a space in my home, if you have a closet, if you have something by the side of your bed, If you have the ability to have a separate room, in my home right now, I have a separate meditation room, which I love. I've created a space where there's a couch to sit on, there's a meditation rug, um, there's a daybed in there. It's a space that I have been working for for years, but it started in a closet in a and a walk-in closet. So if you have a space where you can put a pillow and maybe a mat, something comfortable, and then I made sure that I had what I needed by my space. So I had a place where I could play my music. I had a space where I could keep a basket that had a notebook in it and a pen and um, where I could write down the impressions that I was given during my meditation. The next thing was to choose my time. Okay, that's tricky. With eight people in our family trying to navigate around our schedules, the time was tricky. So um, figuring out what that time looked like for me, I had become in love with the morning hours. The Ambrosio hours for me was awakening to me it awakened my soul and my heart and I it was calling to me so I still to this day choose to be up before the sun um which shifts so sometimes it's 6 a.m during the winter sometimes it's 5 a.m during the summer 5 30 at spring so whatever works for you for me I feel an energy from getting up at that time so I set my time and it doesn't vary um very often then the next thing i needed to do was to stop my mind okay that is easier said than done right i needed to figure out how to be still i had had a year of practicing that what i discovered is when i have things that are off in my life things that i feel torn between things i feel uncomfortable with things i need to repent of that this time of my meditation became very clear to me that those things needed to be taken care of. So it was a way for me to clean up my life. And as I did that, it was easier for my mind to be still because I felt comfortable in my stillness. So as I practice, I made a practice when my mind would start to stray to laundry or dishes, or maybe a heated discussion I had with my child, I would refocus my mind back to just being still. Okay. So what I learned is that this discipline of meditation is actually a discipline. I had to work up to it. I had to practice. So I started small. I started with three minutes, then went to five minutes to seven to 11. And I worked that muscle, which was my muscle of being disciplined and being still. And now I feel like sitting and doing an hour meditation feels rejuvenating. Just know at the beginning, it was painful for me. It was difficult. It was hard. um, And it was a work. So I am inviting you all to try to find some stillness to try and find some time to be disciplined in your meditation and to be still. And I hope that you will find benefits in this. I would love to hear what your thoughts are. And I am grateful for the chance to share this thought of being still and meditation with you. I'm going to suggest just in closing that if you're going to try A meditation to go to to iTunes and look up White Sun. That is one of my favorite groups to meditate to. They have a lot of songs that are in Sanskrit and they are beautiful and calming and the messages are wonderful and in alignment with um, a lot of things that I find to be truth and believe in my life. So thank you for joining. Happy day sending you light and love.